See, I was made in my father's image, and they belittle my deeds. Their lustful convictions pledge allegiance to the almighty power and greed. See seeds born withered parents steal children and listen to their ways. Some preachers, false prophets, educated pigeon droppers using our sins to get paid. Slaves, give them freedom but give them dope. Take away the leaders cause that gives them hope. Sell them dreams of changing things like they were never kings and queens before. As small as giant. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to episode 39 of the Stoop Kids Podcast. I am your co-host, your boy, Ralphie. You're taking it with Kai. And it's Bosco the Bear. Or it's G. There it is. And this is going to be a one-stop pod for movies, TV, music, video games, and all things in, out, and around the Nerdverse. Now, if we sound clear, that's because we sound clear. We are no longer on our Zoom meetings anymore. We're actually in person. So fast. Yes. It was good. It's I still don't want to touch you, but... Basically, this whole movement, you know, the Black Lives Movement has eradicated coronavirus. Apparently. Apparently. I don't think that's how that works, but okay. I think it's how it works. Okay. I mean, the thing about the people outside, they think that's how it works. No, I don't think so. Um, But how how, how have we been? I mean, it's been a minute since we've done one of these regular pods. Just been uh, adjusting to life, man. Life is a lot different now. Kind of. Yeah. Even dapping y'all up was like weird. I'm going to go wash my hands. We don't. We don't do that no more. Like I, I hope that doesn't, you know, that doesn't become a new narrative of like not shaking hands with well, people. Well, or... well, Fauci says that we should never do it ever again, even after coronavirus is gone. Oh, Fauci, I'm telling niggas, no, I ain't going. Come on, come on, please don't tell him to do anything. He's, he's, he means well. I mean, give it about a year. I, I, I give it a year. You feel me? A whole year, man. I mean, honestly, I'm gonna keep it a buck. So like my college, um, my college friends, we got this handshake, and when I be seeing them, I still do the handshake with them. Those mm-hmm. are bros. You feel me? So. You know, I'll, I'll take the risk, you know what I mean? Life ain't nothing but a gamble. No, I, I definitely understand that. But I just, because giving someone a handshake is such a, like, a social norm. Especially yeah. in America. I don't know what it's in other countries. But even, you know, giving a hug to loved ones. Mm-hmm. Are we not supposed to do that for a whole year? I think that's kind of... You know, just give them, give them intense eye contact, you know. Show Which them you, you love them through your intense pupils. Intense eye contact. You know what? I, I think it just comes down to a cleanliness thing. I think a lot of us take our health for granted. You know what I mean? I think that this experience, coming out of this experience will hopefully teach a lot more people to be more conscious of their health and, you know, always washing your hands, keep your hands sanitized. Because if we if everyone does that, we have no problems. Mm-hmm. There's no issue. You know what I mean? Like, we'll, we'll probably end up getting, like, regular sick less if we all just, like, fucking wash our hands and shit. So Now, um, oh, I'm sorry, G, you want to say something? Um, I was going to say, you know how, like, when you go to a public bathroom, there's a certain amount of people that don't wash their hands? You know, this is... I look at you crazy if, if I'm in the bathroom thought, and you But, yes, there's a percentage of people that don't wash their hands. You ever been in the bathroom crazy. and an employee didn't wash his hands? Not oh, in the bathroom. Man. I've actually I've, never yeah, seen that. You got to pick him and go. Before. You got to leave. That's gross. Yeah. I got to get the fuck out I've of here. I've been there. at a restaurant. I told him I wasn't paying because of that. And then, it was like, fine. I got to use that one. And he took a dump, too. Because you heard him. That's gross. <laughs> Oh boy. Hard day work. Kyle, let me ask you a question. You've been working from home for about Uh, two months, three months? Yeah, since March. How like can you see that being the new normal for for office jobs? Um yes and no. So I do think just like, you know, with school for kids. You do need that face-to-face social interaction because it, you know, it does help. You know, it helps with it helps with presenting and expressing yourself when you're not just doing it through uh, over email or through a FaceTime screen. You know what I mean? 
Um, but I don't believe in the idea of having to be in the office for 40 hours a week anymore. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, this should be at least like two days out of the week if you don't have any main presentations and you'd like to work from home. Why not? You know what I mean? It's one, it helps you save a lot of money on, on transit and it's just far more convenient. You're at home uh, for, for parents. You can stay home and watch your kids. You can pick your kid up from school. Because I'm thinking like right now, like even though I don't have kids, I'm thinking about like, yo, on the schedule that I work, I would I wouldn't be able to take them to school and I wouldn't wouldn't be able to pick them up. You know what I mean? And there's probably a lot of parents out there that are working similar situations and like both of them. So you know what I mean? It's like if we could kind of limit that down and uh, a lot, you know, parents and people to be in the household more. I think that's a beautiful thing because mm-hmm. we don't have to be there. And this is proven that we do not have to be there. Is it important for us to be there? Absolutely. But we don't have to do it. Right, and I feel like certain jobs, like you said, teaching. I think that sh- that should always be a face to face thing. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I think I don't think it's as effective through video chat or you know over the phone, whatever. Yeah. Um, but there are definitely jobs out there that you no longer need to go to the the workplace for. And my my other thing is, does it also change now how younger people want to pick their jobs? Like, damn, I don't want to go to work. I want to work from home. I don't want to be. I, I, I would rather be an office job than a teacher. I don't want to be teaching no more because then I got to deal with other people. I mean, the way I look at it is a couple of ways, especially with the teacher thing, right? Yeah, you know, it's always good to have school in person, right? But now that a kid misses school, you can have that close, you can have a, a closer contact with them. You know, mm-hmm. you can video call them, oh, here's work you miss. I think that's the cool part about it, okay? But um, when it does come to those jobs you have to pick, yeah, I feel like people are going to be more inclined to get an office job because if they say, hey, look, because why do you think people become, you know, um, graphic designers so they can work from home? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people do that so yeah. they can work from home. So it's just like, you know, even when you think about corporate America, you have to think about it where if we're still making an X amount of money and everybody's working from home, that means we don't have to pay rent. Then they're going to close those offices if they're making money. Like my, my job, they're still making money. So as long as they're making money, they don't care. So if they can remove rent as, you know, an expenditure, they're going to do that. And now we're not going to have any more office space. The only people that's going to have office space is supervisors and you just go there. Like, just to check in or something, like case right. may be. So, yeah, it's, it's going to change, you know? It's going to be a big change. Yeah, it's going to be... It's, it's been a crazy 2020, man. Uh, but but how's, how has your quarantine been going, though, G? I mean, it's, it's been fantastic. You know, I've been keeping myself busy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I listen to a new album a day. Um, I had school. Even, honestly, without school, I feel lost right now. Like, I really do. And I want to go back to school. I don't like none of this. I feel like I'm not doing anything with my life. Mm-hmm. It's It's really crazy. But I've been, I've been keeping myself busy. If I'm reading books, you know, I know you don't do that, so somebody got to do it for us. Wow. That's a low blow, bro. Jesus. You know, I got to let the... Oh, yo, the viewers miss me, bro. You did feel they? me? Yeah, they did. Did they? Yo, yo. <laughs> put, put it put it, put it in a um, in, in little comment box. Bumbling... Just uh, <laughs> 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 bumbling. Yeah. At least I can read, all right? Bumbling co-worker. All right, all right. Yo, y'all, y'all know how many times we got to do the intro over because Robert can't read that paragraph, <laughs> That's right? a fact. That's not true. Right. I stutter. Whatever. Kai. <laughs> Yo. How about you, sir? How's your quarantine been going? Um, it's, it's been going okay. You know, I, I went through, like, several stages of it. You know what I mean? At first, when, like, everything was at was at its height, and it was, like, all you would read about on the all you read about on the news, see on, see on the internet, I was kind of just like, like, fuck. Yo, this shit is really starting to feel like the end of the world. And then, you know, we, we got over the hump. You know, thank you to all the, all the healthcare workers, all the essential workers, everyone that, that played their part in, you know, helping nurse a lot of people back to health um and as things kind of wind down you know they're still not over i'm 100 don't believe that but i am feeling a lot more optimistic you know i feel like you know 
by the end of this year, we'll, we will start to get things back on a roll. I've also kind of adjusted more to the idea of, you know, I can't go sit down and rest. And, and, it, it, and it just showed me how many things I don't necessarily need. You know what I mean? I, I do think a lot of Americans are fucking privileged. To the point where it's like everyone's like complaining and like, oh, I can't go to a restaurant. I can't go to a bar. And I'm like, fam, is that worth your life, though? And like now, three, four months into it, I'm like, yo, that shit's not even like it's nice. Like those are nice little luxuries. But th- that shit isn't important, especially not o- not not over your health. You know what I mean? So when I see people flooding the beaches and do, like I'd love to go to the beach or I'd love to go chill out in a pool somewhere. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's not worth my health. And all this time has allowed me to see that, you know what I mean? Like, what's really important? My family's my family's straight. My uh, I'm one of the fortunate people to still have a job, still be employed right now. I'm able to make money, you know, just in case of anything. I'm able to take care of what responsibilities I do have. Like, that's the important shit, you know what I mean? All that other shit comes later. Because guess what? If you're dead, you don't have an opportunity to do any of that. You know what I mean? It you depends, have- though. The, the part of reincarnation you are, the yeah, cycle. You come back. Oh, yeah, depends, true, true, true. What do, you think, what do you think you're coming back as? Nah, I'm almost there. I'm like right under enlightenment, so I'm not coming back. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna say dung beetle, but I. He said enlightenment. I ain't coming back. <laughs> but I'm no. But honestly, bro, I, I feel the same way. I feel like this whole COVID nineteen, this whole time of seclusion, was basically just a time of reflection. That's really what the world needed, especially with the whole pop, the pollution and stuff like that. Even when LA, you know, people saying in LA are saying, I've seen, I have seen trees that I've never seen before. All my life, like no facts though. No, like, no, no, you're right. You feel like so? I, I look at it. I mean, I luckily, you know, I've come out. You know, I've come out with a higher credit score. You know, I've got it like a game plan now in life. You know, so I was able to come out this, you know, situation in a good light. You know, fortunately, but you know, my prayers go out to everybody who's been affected by this. You know, absolutely in a tragic way. And same goes for us all, man. Absolutely. You didn't even in- introduce our guest, bro. Oh, he don't even want to talk. Bozo. He, he kind of didn't want to talk, but you know we're going since we since we're on the subject, we have do have a special guest uh, here in the house today. Uh, it is my boy, my pleasure to introduce also our new sound engineer as well. Yes, uh, Steffi Newton. What's good, family? What's the word, Steph? Not much. Can you Just talk? Driving. Tell, tell us, tell us about, about yourself, man. And your new responsibility here at the stoop. Yeah, it's a fact. What's up? Uh, I'll just be making sure to. Audio quality sounds pristine mm-hmm. out here. You know, I'm trying to get you guys to get better equipment, but guys are not budging. We're on a budget so, right now. <laughs> I'm gonna know, we'll see. I may hit the chat with like 5K worth of equipment. Yeah, yeah I'm not, that was OD. <laughs> it was like 300. Idiot. You can get it used. It'll still My work. My man Steph bought but, all this shit and said, here's the receipt. Yo, they looting. We about to get it. We about to get it brand new. <laughs> yeah, you go out there if you want. Nah, I ain't going to go out there. We're going to find somebody. We're going to get an intern. We're going to get an intern and get it for the low. I've been saying we should have had an intern. Yeah, we should have had Since one. like week two. How had him loot for us, you feel me? We have our intern. Yeah, we good. Yeah, I'm no intern. Oh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but how's your quarantine been going, Mr. Newton? Sorry, you know, through a couple parties, small parties. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This guy snitching on himself. My man, my man been not, not no. slow down, man. <laughs> not parties. Shaking my head. But, you know, small gatherings. All right. You know, we, we keeping it. Under 12? Under 12 people? Under 12. Under 1,200. <laughs> <laughs> not no Project X shit, you know. Keeping it 
keeping it under two. I, I have to throw like a Project X esque party before you don't. I die. I've you done don't. that before. I do. it, you you don't. I remember me. It was it was in college. <laughs> but it's, but it's gonna be funny because because it's gonna be like a family fun. It's gonna be like a fucking like christening or some shit, and everyone's just gonna be fucked up. You gotta do when the when the parents leave. Yeah. No, yeah. make it authentic. Nah, the parents, nah, it's gonna be my house. It. What are you talking about? Okay, okay, that's what you mean. I'm gonna have kids. What the fuck you talking about? I did. My kids gonna be fucked up. I did one in college, right? And in an apartment complex, basically it was so many people. They was trying to come in. It was packed, man. We was charging people twenty dollars just to get in. Um, Where man, was my invite? I didn't. I, we, we was did in college. It, we, you know, you had to go to college. Oh, oh, <laughs> yo, y'all be wild. <laughs> <laughs> Violate so bad. But anyway, so I'm oh, I'm, I'm at the door, like you know, getting the money and stuff. People was like, yo, I got five. One person was like, yo, I only got a twenty. I took his twenty. Never getting back his change. I was finessing. So I remember I hear mad yelling. Going back and then all you, cause you know in college you got the bottles on the top and everything. Yeah, you got the bottles and yeah. shit. Yeah. So girls is going in our kitchen getting knives and trying to you know really oh. scrap. So we're like, yo, put it down. And then it's like our home, our homeboys from Brooklyn. So we got a couple homies from Brooklyn. They going around stealing everybody's phones and shit. <laughs> wow, that <laughs> sounds really it's the Brooklyn cool. way. Homegirls, we, we we got these dudes from Pittsburgh. They causing beef with these dudes from New York. So like they're fighting and the girls is fighting now. And then they was trying to get our bottles. So it, it was crazy. We had a citation, and then I was the most responsible person. So Vlad like yo, sounds responsible. Vlad was like yo, Greg, come to the door, come to the door. My other roommate hopped out the window and dipped. I should have did that. And then I had to pay like seven hundred dollars for that shit. So that's not even a project. But y'all lived there, right? That's just no. You you lived there. But wild crimes. No, OD. It was OD. It was OD. <laughs> I would evicted you because the maximum was like I think the maximum was like it's like probably twenty fifty twenty five in the apartment, but it was dead like three hundred people out there. That's so damn. It was crazy. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't go if that's the case. Was, Thank was, you for not inviting me. <laughs> Yo, I that's, did. That's college house parties. I did made a good. We made a good. We made like three racks. Yeah, but it, it went right. Well, all three racks. Okay. Well, third of it went. Yeah, almost yeah, a third yeah, of it went yeah. to uh, yeah. paying the foundation. Damn. We had to get a lawyer and everything. You know what's really crazy out there? It's like when college kids, they get into trouble. It's, you know, it's, it's public, you know, information. So the local lawyers will email the college kids because everybody's um, emails like their first initial and last name and yeah. the thing. So they'll say, oh, this will, you know, ruin your chances of going to graduate school or getting the job. You need to come in and, you know, talk to us. So they're really trying to really bait these kids in rather mm-hmm. than just going to school and getting a public offender, which you already pay for. Right. Because you pay tuition. Yeah, I learned a lot of things. So, moral of the story is don't throw, throw that party in. if you got that money. Oh, God. <laughs> if, you got, if you don't got the money, don't throw that party. That's a terrible idea. All right, well, let's get into War of the Street, don't yes, we? Yes, please. All righty, all right. First, we want to start off with some <clears throat> somber um, news. Yeah. Um, rest in peace to Andre Harrell, mm-hmm. Fred Willard, mm-hmm. and Jerry Stiller. Now, um, you can speak more on Andre Harrell than I can. Yeah, so Andre Harrell was the founder of Uptown Records, which was a big um, music label in the early 90s and uh, late 80s. Um, they had acts such as Mary J. Blige, Jodeci, Bick, um Heavy D and the Boys, and also Diddy got to start there. Um, Andre hired Diddy, basically gave him the platform. He helped um, sign Jodeci and Mary J. Blige. Also, before he be the the star that we know him as now, um, Biggie. Yeah, uh, Biggie was also signed signed there. Um, as a lot of hip hop people know that he was infamously fired from Uptown by by um, Andre Harrell, and that led to him. You know, starting uh, Bad Boy, but yeah, um, he was just he was just an icon in, in, in hip hop music and and one to be remembered. So rest in peace, to Andre Harrell. R.I.P. Nice. Um, Fred Willard, of course, is the 
I guess a comedian actor. Yeah, comedian actor. Um, famous, most well, I don't know if he's most famous for it, but he's definitely in the the um, uh, the Anchorman movies. Yes. And what else was he been in? Everybody loves Raymond. A- yes. Oh yes, he plays Deborah's father. Uh, yes. 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 No, no, is. Amy's father. Amy's father. Amy's father. Oh yes, that makes yeah. sense. Yes, Amy's father. Amy's father. But yeah, man, that's a to um. Oh, that was sad when I saw that man. Yeah. He's like one of those actors you don't know his name, but you're like, oh, I know yeah, that you, guy. You, you, you know him as that guy. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. he's that guy. Yes. Yeah. And of course, rest in peace to Jerry Stiller, who is Ben Stiller's father. And you've seen him in movies such as um, Zoolander and the show King of Queens, and also Seinfeld. He played uh, George. That's Cast- right. He, he was George Costanza's father. Yes, that's right. That's right. So rest in peace to those three gentlemen. Absolutely. Um, next on the list, Boba Fett makes his. That's, that's, that's a joke, right? What? You pronounce his name wrong? Baba. This thing is Boba Fett. Yeah. Baba. I, I fucked that like, up. Like, like, wow. Like, you a Star Wars fan, bro? Nah. I'm not a real Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Yo, wow. stop, stop disrespecting my I mean, man's legacy. Get pulled, son. Oh, we, we lost like half of our viewers. <laughs> I'm not a Boba Fett person. I don't, I don't see the big the big deal about him. I don't get Yo, it. Yo, chill. We're not doing that. We're not doing minutes. that. that that's, like saying, that's like saying the F word, chill. He's in the movie for five minutes. I know, but you're pronouncing it wrong. And people who really love, you know. Boba Fett. The Fett Man. Yeah, man. Makes his return to the Mandalorian season two. What are our thoughts and opinions about this? When is the Mandalorian season two coming out? October, I think. We don't know. That's the main answer. Because it was done. It was done before everything. Oh, they finished shooting, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, before so everything got shut down. Somewhere in the fall. Yeah, how about that. We're going to go to fall. But yeah, how do you guys feel about uh, Boba Fett's return? I mean, he never did shit. So that's what I'm saying. I don't get Dang, it. So, yeah. so hopefully he does do shit. I want him to actually be a character. But you know, the weird part about it is like. I feel like the Mandalorian could already be Boba Fett. The fact that we never, that, I mean, for the most part, we don't really see his face throughout the most of the uh, majority of the first season or whatever. It's just like, why couldn't he be Boba Fett? You know what I mean? Did, Boba Fett didn't have any characteristics anyway to yeah. like really, like, oh no, that couldn't be him. So, I mean, it is kind of weird that like we're supposed to just get hype on name alone, but... Fuck it. If the character's still there, why not use him? But I you guess. know, I'm glad the Mandalorian isn't Boba Fett. Yeah, me too. I prefer that. I, I feel like even though you really don't, he doesn't really have much of a character. I kind of viewed him as anybody would do something for money, rather than the Mandalorian has his morals. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I I think the the reason why they tried not to is because like he's infamous for being the dickhead that captured Han Solo. Yeah. So like I feel like you immediately lose a lot of your audience yeah. with that knowledge. So they're like, all right, let's just start fresh. Facts. Well, isn't he a very popular character? He's super. Uh, his to- his toy is. That's what made him such a very popular character. Like oh. his toys. His toy used to sell out like crazy just because like he had the cool armor and shit. And, and I was gonna say, I never I never understood the the fan. I never understand. Yeah, that's why he, that's why he was so popular. His toy was like used to sell out like crazy. Like, here's a man that's just cloned and you know captures yeah, one. Person. You don't watch the movie. He doesn't have that much dialogue. He doesn't do anything like this. I mean, he has the the rocket, the jetpack, little jetpack. That's okay, but it's not cooler than a lightsaber. So yeah. I don't. I never understood the how why. He was so cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't really care that he's in the movie. I mean, he's in the show. <laughs> I was going to watch it anyway. It's not like it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Either way. Because I like the first season. I think we all did. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, fun. also, I forgot to add it on there. Um, Ahsoka Tano will also be making an appearance. And Timothy Oliphant has also been cast. And I think... I don't know what role, though. Rosario Dawson Timmy. is playing? I believe so. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. That's uh, cool. And I did. I never watched... I was never a big Clone Wars fan. Um... But I do like her character in the in the small bits that I've I've seen of it. So that's really cool that she's going to be in this show after being in that and also Rebels. Does does this take place after Rebels? Yes. So she's live. She survived the fight with Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay, yeah, I'm cool. I'm down for that. Yeah. And plus, I do want to see uh, a Jedi. Yeah, I want to see a Jedi after after we saw the dark saber mm-hmm. held by my man uh, Gene Carlo. Yes. 
and I, and I, I definitely would like to see a live action Shokatano. Yeah. Well, wasn't no? Was she in um, uh, episode three? No, no, no. She came after. She was she was completely a uh, Clone Wars. Gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm that. I mean, I'm more excited to see that than Boba Fett. Yeah. Um. Next on the list, and the most important thing on this list, <laughs> <laughs> Tenet is still scheduled for July seventeenth. Something like that. Something like that. Mid-July uh, release date hasn't been pushed back due to the coronavirus or anything like that as of yet, of this recording. Um, and AMC also is saying that they might... They're on the going back and forth with this, but now they're saying they might go out of business <laughs> for the fifth time um, in the past six months. I don't feel bad for you. Well, for AMC? Yeah, fuck them. What? I like AMC. You charge eleven fifty for a ticket. Fuck you. Is that the fancy theory? Yeah, it's cool. The, well, I don't know if it's... Some, some, depending. No, that... No, that's iPick. Yeah, that's iPick. Yeah, I feel like, okay. you, know, you could drop 150 on iPick easy. Why would you ever want to go to a, drop 150 at iPick? Yeah, bring a little shorty with you. Not for no 150. Yeah, that's what. That's But you get dinner, you get drinks. It's I can do that at a restaurant. <laughs> nah, bro. And then go to You've never movie. been to iPick, bro. Real talk. I have. I just, I don't see the. You can get the truffle fries. I mean, I ran up the tab before. I'm not, I don't, I, when I go to movies, I don't think about eating like that. And bro. truffle fries are hype, bro. I don't give a fuck about no expensive ass mushroom. Well, truffle's pretty good. Yeah, like, truffle bugging, butter is like pretty delicious. Yeah, you bugging out, bro. Fuck you, truffle. You, you, fuck truffle. Yeah, whatever. You don't got no taste His taste, his taste palette's not grown yet. I guess not. Indeed. Mm-hmm. So you got to fucking... What so do you call it? Easy bake oven. Yeah, keep talking because I, I eat your fucking food. So what does that say? Hey. That, yeah, bozo. Yeah, move on. fucking man, Move on. Still go to... I pick. Restaurants to go to... Or the chicken fingers. This nigga's favorite restaurant, Dead Wings on. Wings on? Wings stop. Pull it. Wings stop. There we go. Yeah. But you fucked it up, though. Anywho. Back to our uh, subject. Is the end of theaters and businesses, of theater business, let me rephrase that. Is this, Is the, this end? the end of theater business as we know it? Oh, like going to the movies? Yeah. I hope not. I love that experience love of just going, going to, to the movies, movies even though I don't do it. I, I mean, I think it's, I definitely think it's been on life support, you know, for a, a while now. Like, definitely. For like, I want to take my kid to the movies. I think it's going to be like comic stores, man. Yeah, I it's think a novelty. It's gonna, yeah, I think it's gonna be something like. So you think oh, everything's every new movie's gonna go straight to release online? No, I but I, I think do, certain movies will. And I yeah that and I also think that people are only gonna go to movies for certain movies. I mean, go to the movies for certain films. So like, I think you know your big tentpole films, your Marvel movies, your DC movies, uh, your Christopher Nolan movies, like those are gonna be those it. huge budget films. Yeah, right. but those small movies that usually get a lot of the Oscar buzz, mm-hmm. those are all going to start going to streaming and uh, start going to digital releases. Like your like your Parasites and your Knives Out and those movies, those are going to start going straight to... Because, come on, I'm, a lot of families aren't sitting down and just like, oh, you know, let's... Like back in the day where you used to like check the internet or call movie okay. phone and be like, oh, let's see what's available. So instead, just, of, instead of like seven or eight movies, you're probably going to get like a good five movies running at yeah, one time. Yeah, I think so. And then you're going to have like, you know, maybe your indie film that probably runs like once a day. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to have as many, like, independent films running yeah. at the same time. I don't time. think a lot of indie films are going to be going to theaters anymore. Yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be straight to... And you know what? That's not a terrible thing for the the um, the movie companies because Trolls made a shit ton of money. Trolls War, War, World Tour mm-hmm. made a lot of money because they cut out the middleman. They no longer have to pay... The tr- um, distribution. Yeah, distribution. Oh, so they, they just went straight online? They made so... I think they broke... What, what they, they made more Disney? than the first tro- Trolls movie. Yeah, something like that. Yep. Just on, just on demand. Viewers, if you can see my face, I just drop my jaw. <laughs> and think about it: for a movie like Trolls, you don't really have to go to um, no, to movie that, theater no, to watch that's it. That's something accessible. your kid wants the VHS for back yeah. in our day. 
Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, but with that being said, I really hope that movies don't uh, movie theaters don't go out of business because I love the movie theater experience. I, there's nothing to me better than going to a packed movie theater and everyone's just watching the same Enjoying everything. I, I, everyone's I, laughing or everyone's like sad or shocked. Like I, I think that I, like, I, that I, atmosphere is just second to none. I, I agree with you. Because it, it, it does kind of set the tone. And and also, it's I think it's a better indicator of like a judgment of how good a film is. You know what I mean? Like when you're in a room and you see the grand... Re- like you know if a joke lands or not. Like you know if a moment is moving and if an emotional uh, moment is like moving or not. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because like everyone else is feeling it. And then you know when it really falls. Bro, I feel like if I would have watched uh, The Rise of Skywalker at home, I probably wouldn't have thought it was as bad as I think it is. But I think it's the fact that like I was in a like everyone around me was like, oh no, nah, you're not crazy for thinking this. It was shitty. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, like every moment fell flat. No one was laughing. Just no that one reassurance. Was, yeah, it was like okay, mm-hmm. cool. I, other people feel the same way. No, I feel you. I'm, I'm same way. One of my favorite things was um you know not too recently before COVID there was a lot of anime movies playing at the Westbury um, Theater like once a month. Yeah, they do. So you got to see like old anime community in Long Island just come together and like people watching the same things or like you know you growing up watching all this stuff and that was coming back in HD like you know we would have to wait till you know this would come out in Japan in theaters but we would have to we have to be the lucky person to actually get the tape or record it and then somebody do the subs and then that should be like black market type shit so you know I hope this movie experience doesn't go away and one of the best movie experiences I've ever had was going to watch uh, The Force Awakens. Um, wa- going to the movie theaters and, and watching it like on that Friday night or Thursday night or whatever with a, a bunch of people that are as passionate about it as I am. Right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It was just, it was cool. Or even Endgame. Did we go see that together or not? Nah. I don't think we saw that. I, I don't remember. No, we didn't. No, I, I watched The Force. I watched that in, um, online. Yeah, I don't think we did. Yeah. No, only no, Last no, Jedi. Yes. I mean, uh, only... Um, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Rise Skywalker. Yeah, that... Yeah. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. I, I hope movies uh, stay in business. Please, AMC. I'll donate a dollar. So but Tenant, man, back 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 to Tenant. You think Tenant can save the game? Cause, Hell yeah! Because it's th- Chris Nolan. That's what they're that's what they're relying on. You know yeah. that, right? Like that's why they're keeping it open because like they're trying to like Tenant is kind of like the the cult, like the canary in the coal mine. It's like they they want to use that to gauge if they should send more movies back to the theaters or not. Mm-hmm. What's Which the hype, I, what's the hype around this movie? It, that it's is Chris Nolan. And that is Literally, very and, and that is very Inception like because Inception was such a huge hit and like I'm getting strong Inception vibes. So you're like, all right, Christopher Nolan, I'm getting the the boom. You think that's gonna shit. be bigger than um, 007? Mm, oh, yes. No Time to Die. Yeah, I think it might be better. I don't think it might be bigger. Okay. I think it'll sell more than well, but but, but Tenet's coming out before No Time to Die. Right? Yes. In a vacuum, it would have sold. Like if it wasn't for this crowd, I think it would have sold more. more. Yeah, okay. I, in my personal opinion, I don't know. I could be wrong. Mm. It also depends how amazing No Time to Die is. If but it's like Skyfall good or Casino Royale good, then it'll sell a lot. But this fucking movie, I mean, it's so shrouded in secrecy that I'm willing to, like, I'm kind of like willing to go to a movie theater. What, Tenet? We don't yeah. even know the protagonist. Yeah, I just, yo, I went, I Wikipedia'd it, like, I think yesterday or the day before, and it, like, the cast is like John David Washington, the protagonist. Yeah. And no one else has got names next to them. I'm like, oh. <laughs> we don't even know the names, so yeah. it's like, we'll um, see when it happens. But I also heard a cool theory that it is, in a way, like kind of like a sister to Inception. Like it kind of t- it might take place in the same universe where like this weird technology can exist or something like that, which which is dope. And I heard I I, I saw online that it uh, a rumor that it could be it's a sequel to Inception, and it also it's including some of the characters from Inception. Oh, you, I love that. If you think about it, the budget for the movie was like two hundred and five million dollars, mm-hmm. and yes, 
you know, it looks like an expensive movie, but not two hundred five million. So where is the rest of this money going to? Yeah, I mean, they, they did blow up a dum- a jumbo jet. <laughs> no, but yes, but th- th- I think that's that's super. Well, I think Michael Caine will be the deciding factor. If this is in the same universe, Michael Caine was in Inception. If he's playing the same uh, character, Dominic Cobb's. Um, for, actually, you know what? I don't know well, who was he. I think he was his father-in-law. Father-in-law? I think so. I could be wrong. He's but either. His, he's but my 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 always because I was watching something the other day. Why doesn't he hate? Dominic Cobb. I think maybe because he knows like what he was trying to do. Yeah. Like he could, and he because uh, remember he's his he's his uh his protege. Like he Dominic Cobb is his is his like he's the mentor to Dominic Cobb. So mm-hmm. like maybe he understood like how to navigate minds and he understood the mistake that he made right. or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They were never clear. Yeah. But I'm excited for Tenant, and when, if if it's still open, uh, opens up July 17th or whatever, and movie theaters are opening up, I will absolutely be in there. Dope. All right, I'll pull up with you. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate that. Kyle, you coming too? I might have to. You don't have to. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, got int- I got my interest in it now since you said Inception. So. Yeah, man. Would you Would you go watch it? Yeah. Do you I, like Inception the movie? Yeah, my man. So we all pull yeah, up. That was a great movie. Yeah. All right. Cool. 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 Next on the list, this is another good news in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. The Snyder Cut. Is coming to HBO Max, um, and Henry Cavill should be staying as Superman. With that being said, do you guys think this movie will be any good? As far as you know, I think I don't know if you guys heard of any of the plot changes that Snyder had versus you know the changes that Josh Whedon made to the movie. Mm-hmm. And um, do we want a new Superman? I'm still really pissed at Zack Snyder over Batman v Superman. You know what I mean? And some of the decisions made in Man of Steel, because I don't hate that movie. I think that's an okay movie. Man, I love that movie. Um, Leave Man of Steel alone. But I, I, I just didn't have... I lost a lot. I lost confidence in Zack Snyder to handle these DC heroes that I love so much. So hearing that he's getting his version back, it does. I'm not jumping for joy. I am, inter- I am interested. I will be watching it. You know what I mean? Um, but I'm not excited. I don't like Henry Cavill's interpretation of Superman. Unfortunately, like I just don't. I don't. I don't like. Not that I have a problem with him as the actor. Like he looks like Superman, but he just doesn't feel like Superman. You know what I mean? I just I don't. Like, I don't like his characterization. Even even at the end of Justice League, he doesn't feel like Superman. But a little bit. He's on his way there. I mean, but, but I think I, that was the arc that Zack Snyder always had from anyway. I don't think there was an arc there. Yeah, there was. Nah, I think I think when we get this, I I could be wrong. I could be one hundred percent wrong. I think when we get this Justice League, uh, Zack Snyder cut. That Superman will be the same dark Superman that we have, that, that we had in Batman I think Superman. So, man. We saw we saw no change in why he all of a sudden became so sunny, except that he was alive again. That's yeah, it. nah, you got sorry. resurrected from the dead. Don't buy it. Sorry. Oh my god. But look, I'm interested. He's Thank got you. my. He piqued my interest. G, how about you, sir? I didn't watch the first one. I might not watch this one. You haven't seen Justice League? No. You're not missing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not. You still watch it. No, You're not time. missing much. I'm not I don't right. got no time to die. Was that, was that a James Bond reference? I mean, the movie just sounds so poopy. I don't want to die. Does it? Okay. I mean, my man, my man Kai don't like it. And if it's Superman here, my man Kai don't like it. That's off the strength. I know it's bad. Thank you. Kai is at the end all be all opinions. I mean, I don't like Man of Steel my either. I think Man of Steel is duty. What? It's a good movie. Whoa. But I still think it's duty for a Superman movie. I agree. Okay. I don't think. I don't think. I think it's a good movie. I don't think it's a good Superman movie. No, it's, it's a horrible Superman movie. It's not horrible. But but, but that's also based. Superman not supposed to burn the eyes out of his enemies. 
not supposed to snap their necks. That was the oh, first. he snapped his neck. He didn't burn his eyes. Yeah, All right, yeah. but after that, then he's like, you know what? He killed a man in the I first. I shouldn't do that anymore. He killed a man in the first two minutes of the next. <laughs> he I'm not hard. I mean, kill the shockwave. He killed a man. He killed a man. To kill him. He killed a man within the next two minutes of his next film. He could have just put him in. in, in he didn't in, kill him. He just yes, he did. He could have put him in glass and let him flow in the universe. Not proof. He could have did that. He's paraplegic, but he's not dead. My man knocked him through sixteen walls. All right, but he had to kill General Zod at the end of that movie. He could have threw him in some glass and just threw him in the universe like other man did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, no. or, hey, how about this? You know, a little screenwriter's advice. Don't put him in that fucking situation. He didn't have to be there. He didn't have to be there. He didn't have to be there. But he was. <laughs> First of all, I, I'm going to knock you into space, right? The world is a big fucking place. I think we can all admit that. I'm going to knock you right back down to Metropolis after we just, like, leveled, like, 16 buildings. That's how that works. Fam. My man got aimed. <laughs> which, which is very annoying because the Smallville action scene... It's fantastic. Yeah. The, the, when they're fighting in Smallville and you see uh, him telling people to get inside, it's not safe, and he's saving soldiers. And that's Superman. Like, f- why did he get it right there? And then it's like another It's like another director directed that scene. Like, I feel you. It, it was weird. I totally feel you on Cause that. Because I, lo- I love that. But like I said, I don't have a problem with a lot of men still. Yeah. But. Well, I appreciate it because it was different and he took a chance with the character. And I was cool with it. That's and cute. I, and I like that movie a lot. Um, but as far as the uh, Snyder Cut, I'm kind of excited for it, man. It sounds like a completely different movie than what we got. Yeah. I'm interested. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to get the black suit Superman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna what, get... a black suit Superman? Yeah. Um, if I'm not mistaken, General Swanwick is actually supposed to be Martian, Martian Manhunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I, I would imagine we're going to get another nod to uh, the Green Lanterns. Yeah. So I, I, I'm excited for it. But my question to you guys is this. And we're getting Dark Side. And we're getting Darkseid, yes, a very important thing, too. If this movie is successful as far as streaming, I guess, I don't know how that works, uh-huh. do we get a sequel to this version of the movie, or do we just retcon the other one? Like, how does that work? I think we do. I mean, I don't think you necessarily have to retcon it. I think you just choose... Forget what, about it? it? You do like you did with Days of Future Past, where you pick whatever parts you liked out of which movies and you move forward. Because that movie was just retcon and uh, plot hole central. It was. Because they just decided to take things from one thing and leave things out of others Big so facts. i think i think you get a situation like that and okay so my other question is this if the movie's successful and they do push forward with a sequel do we get ben affleck back as batman i think so or does it get recast no nah, i think you have two different bat- look the one the beautiful thing about comics is that you have because you have different writers and different artists and different you can literally have 16 different batman stories all happening at the same time that are unrelated one yeah. one Batman's off um, getting married to Catwoman. Another Batman is a is a being as me, uh, if he wants to. Another Batman is off <laughs> doing another story. If he, if he wants to, <laughs> what a man does between him and his meat is none of my business. But come on, uh, <laughs> move forward, fellas. Yeah, but I mean that's the beauty of it. I think the only people that really care about that stuff are like film film critics that mm-hmm. care about, but like. Whatever. I, I didn't like Ben Affleck as Batman. I'm not gonna hold you. I liked him as Batman. I don't like him killing people. I mean, look like the Boston Batman. <laughs> the Boston. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of funny. I'm like, damn, this Bruce Wayne's really from Boston. Indeed. How fucking are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's just do. It. Probably move Wild Coke in um, Gotham City too. What, why? Why is he moving Coke? Because he's from Boston. <laughs> George George Young. They move Coke in Boston. You know, you never saw Boston Blow? George. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Boston yeah. George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Copy. I did not know that. You ain't know that? No, I didn't know You should watch that on Netflix. Blow. Who, who's in that movie? Johnny Depp. Yeah, Johnny Depp. That's a good movie. Yeah, that's a good movie. Johnny Depp, fuck your bitch. 
Thanks, or, Greg. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in all fairness, you probably fuck all of it. I mean, yeah, you know. That's Johnny Depp. <laughs> John, Jack Sparrow. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Jack Sparrow. E- even in the Willy Wonka um, way? I think in anywhere. Like, <laughs> the man has like $300 million. Imagine, imagine you pull up in the Willy Wonka way like Rafi. It's time. <laughs> Why? What, what, is, what is all these Ralph centric jokes over here? He said it's time. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm chilling. Where is she? Look at old ass Tim Robbins. Look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Should have stayed in Shawshank. He didn't oh, yeah. age well. He didn't age well. Oh, for context, we're watching War of the Worlds as he's going on. I'm playing Tim Robbins. My man look like he's off math. I'm not going. <laughs> yeah, all right, listen. Back. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna um switch over to video games real quick. The Pokemon Sword and Shield expansion pack, known as Isle of Armor, will be will be releasing June 17th. New expansion pack is gonna be um implementing a new area of the Wild Area, if I'm not mistaken, to uh, for the player to explore along with a lot of Pokemon. Uh, from the old generations that we can play with. Um, or play as, rather. I don't know about UG. I haven't played Pokemon Sword and Shield in a while. At least my version of Sword and Shield in a while. Yeah, me too. Um, but this is definitely going to bring me back. How about you? How do you feel about it? Um, same same way. I mean, honestly, I feel like this is the best Pokemon game I've ever played, you know, by far. Really? Um, I mean, overall, I mean, the overall experience of it. I my, mean, Mine's still Heart Golden or Soul You know, yeah, yeah. You guys make me want to buy it. You should, but not, yeah, you should, yeah, you should, you should buy it. It's, it's fine. fun. The game's fine. But I, to me, it's not my favorite. You know what? No, gold, silver is my favorite. Silver is my old-time yeah, favorite. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it that. But right at, just everything's 3D. The graphics, you know, the fact that you go play with other people when you do the raids and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, they've done a great job transitioning this to the actual um, console. Mm-hmm. You know, But um, I think it's great. I think making the game even bigger is also great, too. New Pokemon and old ones in different forms, you know? I think it's great rather than just making new Pokemon that like look stupid. You know they're using the old ones, and that's know. the reason why I don't want it because of the. I don't really like the new Pokemon. Generation. I don't really care about the new one either. I but don't care for me either. But with this expansion pass, you're going to be getting access to a lot more older Pokemon. And you can still from, get like, the first generation. Yeah, yeah, that. some of them. I don't. I don't know if it's going to be all of them, but a, a lot of old Pokemon uh, are going to be. And I, I messed up because like I gave somebody my uh, my DS and I can't even get my Pokemon out the Pokebank. Damn. Yeah. No, it should be on your iPhone, your phone. There's an app for it. Really? Yeah. For the phone? Yeah. If I put them in the bank on my DS, I could pull it up on my phone? Yeah. All right, bad. Say that. <laughs> I got you. Kiss what I'm here for, bro. Say that. But no, I'm, I'm looking forward to this, man. Real talk. Yeah. And also, um, new Pokemon as well. We have some new legendaries. Uh, the new... There's the karate. Art- there's a um, a glaring version of Articuno, Zapdos, Word? and Moltres. Yeah. Oh, it's they're, lit. They're different forms. Like I think Moltres is like a, a dark, um, and okay. a, a dark flying type. Okay. But yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's just a new, um, you know. Oh yeah, and they got the new Reggies too. Like the Reggie there's Dragon. Two new, there's two new Reggies. Yeah, and then something else. An electric version and a dragon version. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's 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 pretty cool. Yeah. I'm and I'm I'm excited for it. It's so, like I said, June 17. <laughs> and then the, and there's another expansion pass that's coming out um in the fall uh, called the Crown Ooh. Tundra. Yeah, there's oh, two yeah. of them. Yeah, there's two of them. So. Oh, that's lit. It's gonna be nice for Sword and Chill for 2020, man. Okay. Hopefully they don't push this back. I don't see. I, I don't see. I don't see me. I don't back. see it happening. But you know, I, you never know. Because they pushed back Warzone season four, so you never. Oh know. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to come back. What June? It was come out June fourth or something like that. Supposed to come out here. like two to two or three years ago. Or something yeah, like that. It was supposed to be. And then they, they pushed it back. So, but I'm like I said, I'm excited for it, and I can't wait for it to come out. 
Um, next on the list, shout out to Javier. He wanted us to uh, our uh, part of our sick flick series. Yeah. He wanted <laughs> us to review. Um, he wanted us to again. He wanted us to review uncut gems from Netflix uh, for our sick flick series. Um, so fellas, what do we think about uncut gems? I love this movie. I think. As soon as I finished uh, watching it, I hit up hit up uh, you, Steph, and and our boy Naeem. I was like, "Yo, yeah, I gotta watch this movie. I, mm-hmm. I fuck with this movie heavily." Um, Javier um, also said that um, he feels that it's one of Adam Sandler's best films, if not his best film. I think I agree with that. I mean, he hasn't done a lot of dramatic roles throughout his entire career, but damn it, this after this, I want to see more dramatic Adam Sandler. Like he really pulls it off. This is just a fun movie, um, what it's about, like the whole sports betting and Diamond District and uh, life of celebrities and showing how like it's not really as glamorous as it looks. Like it was all it was all great. Um, the Safi brothers did their thing. It's a beautiful movie. Um, everyone just brings their A game. I, I need to send a, a shout out to uh, Julia Fox, who was a first time actress on this in, in this movie. And she like absolutely killed it. Uh, she had a lot resting on her shoulders. So it was really imperative that she did a good job and mm-hmm. she absolutely like slaughtered the role um yeah man I, I love this movie this is gonna be one of those movies i come to continue to watch for some time like i gotta i gotta get this on dvd you know what one thing i can say is um it keeps you on the edge of your seat like it's interested so, the from whole beginning time. to it's so, end it's so much tension everything that he's doing in the movie like, why did he stop the bet why he stop the <laughs> yeah, fucking bet that was Whoa, crazy. one of the craziest part like you guys know i love dialogue and the whole like the way they can film a scene and you'll have like six or seven people talking and saying things at the exact same time and mm-hmm. no one for a second breaks character and it all feels like real and organic and just adds to the chaos of a scene because i'm like yo what like my heart re- like my heart is racing because i'm like yo what the fuck's going on like why yeah, is he yeah. screaming over here what's going over here right. like it, it, it's great and yo shout out to uh lakeith stanfield who i mean he did a great job oh yeah Ooh, like oh, yeah, yeah his good job like Yo, that dude is like, I know it goes without saying, but like, that dude is a really amazing actor, bro. Really like, multi-talented. He could play a whole swarm of roles. Yeah, like every single role he has done from Darius on Atlanta, from... Um, Completely different character. From the, dude, from the dude on Get Out, even for like the short time he was in it. Mm-hmm. Um, from his like romantic shit that he did with... On um, Netflix, right? What? The, you're talking about the movie yeah, he did he's on Netflix, on a... the independent movie? No, no, no. I'm talking about, um, he did a movie with uh, Issa Rae um, called The Photograph or something like that. Okay. But like, he was able to do that to this and like every single role feels completely different and, and feels organic sorry to bother you right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and, and sorry to bother you yeah. as well like this dude is he's up there like as far as like rising black actors man i, I think we've been, he's gonna be around for a while and mm-hmm. unless he commits like career suicide like this, nah he's gonna be around for a while yeah he, he's 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 a real rising star yeah the streets love his name yeah um, I mean, honestly, I thought this was great. I thought this movie was definitely an ode to New York. Um, you know, all the places, I'm like, yo, I've been there. I've been on that street. I've been on that block. Even the people, the, the star volume in this. I mean, KD was amazing. I'm not, yo, KD. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see some more KD. I ain't going to lie. KG, KG. KG, I'm, I'm sorry. I want to see some more KG. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. But you know what? I already kind of yeah. knew uh, Kevin Garnett could, could, could act a little. Yeah, he, was, he has great persona. Yeah, that. And also, he was in the Jimmy Fox show back in the day. Oh, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fact. Jamie Foxx pulled out a lot of um, NBA plays. For yeah, well, yeah, not yeah. A lot, I want to say a lot, but he, but a good amount. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I knew KG had a had it in him. Um, and just doing some research, seeing I was like, who else they could have gotten? Like they were thinking about Amari Stoudemire. Okay. They actually thought about Kobe Bryant at one point. But I think KG. I think I think KG was perfect just for the 
just for those. So I think you know Amari Stoudemire. He's a fantastic uh, basketball player. He doesn't have the ring, which he doesn't have a, a championship ring, which would have played into which played the into persona, the honestly. Yeah, and then like with Kobe, Kobe's too much of a good guy. You know what I mean? Like Kobe, Kobe was just like his image is just like being a family man, a father, a role model. It would have kind of it would have kind of bugged me out to see Kobe like rolling with I feel you. rolling I feel you. rolling with a rolling with an entourage that was knocking people out, calling people nigga, like yeah. cursing all the. So the fact that it was KG, who KG does, got his foot in the streets. Yeah, yeah. So like, I really bought. I'm like, yo, this is probably how they really act, man. Yeah. And just and just the the themes that this movie plays around with, man. Because like, one thing I, I walked away from this movie with, I was like, yo, no matter how much money you have, unless you're willing to resort to violence, you're kind of powerless in this world. Yeah. Because like, how Howard Ratner had money, you know what I mean? He was a wealthy guy. He probably mm-hmm. had influence, but he wasn't a guy that was willing to get his hands dirty, see anyone hurt. And, and that made him weak, you know what I mean? And that ended up... So when someone was willing to resort to violence, there was nothing he could do. He could do. He was powerless and in that that's situation. Why it, and if you think about it, it's like... It's not that he's a pussy in the movie, but he was getting punked the whole time because he wasn't willing to take that extra... Except for, like, be, beating the shit out of the weekend, which was fucking amazing. I love that scene. Yeah. Like, he wasn't he wasn't really willing to, like, throw he was, down. He wasn't a physical guy. Yeah, know? he wasn't yeah, a physical guy. Wasn't that type of, he was just... Nah, he but just by any means necessary, he'll do what he gotta do. Facts, yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. Outside, outside of violence, you yeah. know what I mean? And even um, I mean, because I fell for him. Who who is he style? He was talking about Mr. Mort. That, that that's a if you don't know about Mr. Mort, he's big time in the city, big time design in the city. Mm. Um, even Kermit Frost was in there, like you said. The weekend was in there too. So it was. It was you, you remember Cash Out? Yeah, Cash Out was in there. Cash Out was in yeah, it. Trinidad yeah. James was in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Which is, which is um, crazy. Holly from the office was in there too. Was she? Yeah, she, so so just before the auction, right when he's looking at the reappraisal, you're right, right you're right, there. you're right. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, you know who's uh, Tilda Swinton is in it. She plays the voice. She plays the lady over the phone, but you don't actually ever see her face. Okay. Yeah, well, Tilda. Shout out to you. Yeah. Um, but um, but you know, you know, like you said, it's it's just you you see a whole nother life that people aren't even used to every day. How people just gamble these large amounts of money. Yeah. Really people, you know, they really put everything out on the line just for that big return back, and it happens every single day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. yeah. It's, I I could talk about this movie forever, man. But yes, this was definitely one of my favorite movies of last year. I wish I had seen it last year. You know, my my biggest regret was that I kind of caught it on. I kind of caught on yeah. to it late. Um. But yeah, this was this was an amazing movie. I loved it. Can we talk yeah. about the ending? Absolutely. Very, very unexpected. You expected the ending? No, unexpected. Oh, unexpected. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, I, I was... It's a frustrating ending, but I can't see it ending any, any other way. Are you guys going to say what it is? It's a spoiler yeah, yeah. warning. The movie's out on Netflix anyway. Go yeah, watch yeah. it. Okay. Um, but yeah, he gets shot by... Uh, catch a bullet right the, the and It's crazy because he finally, like, wins. He, won, finally. Yeah. he finally wins. He's able to pay off everybody. He could pay off everybody. His girl Plus is... Plus interest. But the, yeah. but, but the question you have to ask yourself is... Who does he go back to? That's what I want, like... Is it the girlfriend or the actual family? Well, the girl has the money now, so she keep she gets that money. No, no. I, I mean, say if he was going to live, right? I thought about who was going to go back to his family or was going to link up with Shorty. Oh, he's going to link up with Shorty. And then, yeah. But here's the thing. Who would have really gotten paid? Because I think one of the yeah. main parts about this movie is that he is an addict. He is sick when it comes to gambling. I was thinking that too. So is he would be... Because, like, remember, he had an out. He could have paid... Um, Argo? Ar- Armano or, yeah, um, and gave him the Argo, money. Yeah. The first time. And, and, and that would have been the end of it. Like, after he got the $100,000, after KG bought mm-hmm. it, and then he went and put up for it again. And this man has two dangerous motherfuckers that will end your life right here. 
This guy's addicted. Yeah. So I think he would have got that million dollars and tried and to recycle dis- it and, tr- and try to and maybe, and maybe try to disappear and then do the whole shit all over again. So I, like, feel, I feel like he would have gave Argo his money though, but he would have definitely tried to flip the money he had though. Yeah. But because I forgot these two people in here in front of me with the guns, I'm I'm giving them the money. I hate those guys, man. If I not money men at all, they just shoot us. Yeah. That's all. And, and I didn't expect him to be the killer. I did. I did. I did. <laughs> um, I thought it was gonna be the guy he sold. Oh, big Rolex. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, 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 you're right. right. You're right. You know, he, I yeah. thought he was gonna come out. Because my man was just looming yeah. the whole time. Like, yeah, you're on. You're 100 right. He looked like the type. Yeah, like he was just quiet. Yeah. You know. You know what that? You know what that reminded me of? It. If you ever saw American Beauty. And in the beginning of the movie, Kevin Spacey tells you he dies. So you're sitting the whole movie wondering who's going to kill him. Yeah. You think it's going to be the wife. You think mm-hmm. it's going to be the the, the the boyfriend. Yeah. And then it ends up being like the pops. And you're like, what the fuck? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, So I, I, I agree with that. Like, but well, yeah. cut Jeff, someone already told me he died. But I didn't yeah. know who it was. So that's that's why I'm like, yo, who's going yeah. to do it? Come <laughs> in, keep asking. Um, about my money? Uh, about my money? S- yeah. S- same thing. <laughs> I'm not going to. This is a this is bad. Like, this is not good. But this movie made me kind of want to start gambling. <laughs> like, a little bit. Yeah, like, ain't going to hold you. Put some money up. Yeah. It's, it's thrilling. Yeah, oh, I guess. like that. Like the fact that him watching the game and like getting a rush every time KG like makes a shot or misses one. It's, yeah, it's I, the closest we thing. Twenty four. It's the closest thing to fantasy anything like football, or whatever. And you know you're watching, but it's your safe. player who you got. Yeah, fantasy is safe, but like you're watching your player put up these points so you can get ahead. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, it's that thrill. See, right. It makes the game a lot more interesting too. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I. I'm excited to see what these guys do next, the Safi brothers. I think they just signed a, a deal with HBO, so they're going to be doing some stuff on there. Um, and I got to check out their movie Good Time with uh, Robert Pattinson, which I heard, which I hear is amazing as well. That's on Netflix too. So, yeah, good job, guys. I had never heard of you before this, but I know your names now. So. <laughs> that's, that's a fact. And again, shout out to Javier for suggesting to do this review. It's a very good movie, and I'm glad we spoke about it a little bit. Dope. Um... Last but not, does, you, you, does anybody want to introduce this subject? Yeah, um, Kyle can bring it up. Yeah, I mean, who we wouldn't really be on the stoop if we didn't, you know, talk about you know things that are happening in in our society and, and what's happening right now. Um, so I, I just want to start off with a with a rest in peace to George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and Ahmaud Arbery, among the many, 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 many other um, African Americans that have lost their lives over the years due to racism, systemic racism, police brutality. Um, and just uh, a, a system that doesn't always protect us, uh, sometimes hates us, um, has prejudices against us, and uh, treats us unfairly. You know what I mean? Um, this is our country, you know, and it's crazy because in a year that included the death of Kobe Bryant, the death of a lot of, a lot of high-profile celebrities, uh, wildfires in Australia... And a, a global pandemic that has killed 100,000 Americans, it's like, you would expect, like, we could at least take a break from the shit, from the regular shit, which mm-hmm. is which is the racism, which is the police brutality. And it's like, nah, racism racism doesn't sleep. Police brutality doesn't sleep. You know, black people being held down does, and, and our lives being uh, basically seen as worthless does, does, doesn't sleep. It, there's that no ideology. You know? Yeah, that, that, whole, that, whole, that whole ideology behind it, it's just... Yeah. It's, it's sad to see, you know what I mean? It's and it's and it's ang- and it is frustrating, you know what I mean, as a black person to see that this stuff continues to go on. I I know that a lot of us like to live in these bubbles, you know what I mean? Like we have our friends, we have our families, we have our lives where these things don't happen to them, and as yeah. long as they happen to other people, that's not us. Whatever, you know, the world will be the world. But I think that's 
the issue a lot of the times that we do live in these bubbles that we're not aware of things that are happening out right outside our doorstep, you know, maybe in, in the town over or maybe on the block over, you know what I mean? And a lot of us stay silent on it or, you know, don't voice their opinions in fear of being shut down or not maybe articulating ourselves, ourselves well. But that has to that has to stop, you know what I mean? And I think the only way we can prevent this stuff from happening is to make our voices heard, um, to really uplift, you know, other 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 African Americans or other other people that are being oppressed. You know what I mean? To finally speak up when we see like, yo, that's not like when you see something happening, yo, that's not cool. You know what I mean? And it, it start it starts on the ground floor before anything. You know what I mean? It starts with you know the way you see your neighbor and you treat them uh regardless of uh color race color gender, race religion sexual orientation all yeah. of that you know what i mean because whether or not you believe it like the slightest way you treat one person dictates that shit ripples out mm-hmm. you know what i mean so like it, the shit starts somewhere you know mm-hmm. what i mean the prejudice starts somewhere mm-hmm. so but as far as like well like all the protesting that's going on you know what i mean all those people out there marching, they're not crazy. They're not out there for no reason. They're not out there because they're bored. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the coronavirus is still happening. That shit's not on pause. Yeah. So there, there's a lot of people out there out here taking, like, really putting their health, their health at risk and, and even their freedom in a lot of situations because people are getting arrested. And it's not it's not for nothing. You know what I mean? This shit's real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know how many black people have to die or, or how many people have to die. For, for people to get it you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. and if we don't continue to voice and if we don't continue to voice um our, our feelings and our opinions about this matter and fight for a better tomorrow then all those deaths will be in vain mm-hmm. and we can't do that because we're talking about deaths that go back to fucking the inception of america Facts, before we were even born man yeah but um i mean one thing, my favorite part about the city was always that it was just a whole bunch of different people come together in one place. You know, everybody can coincide. And that's kind of how I look with, with life. You know, you don't have to you don't have to like everybody. You really don't have to like majority of the people you interact with every day. But as long as we could just coincide and, you know, let bygones be bygones. You know, you go along on your side, you go along on someone else's side. I could see, you know, if there's an altercation, if you're hurting somebody or a cop needs to step in. But if everything is, you know, peaceful and, and you know everything is fine there should be no reason why you know you're antagonizing especially a black person just because of the color of their skin you know you never know what's happening you know me being a really tall you know black individual people look at me they don't know that hey i could balance equations i know how to find a tangent line of any type of function especially polynomial functions you don't even know that you can't even spell polynomial but hey you know Honestly, I just look at it just being patient, just kind of understanding what another person is coming from, and just understanding, you know, this is a dying ideology, racism. It's, it's honestly a dying ideology, you know, of, of the past. And, you know, you just got to let people, you know, understand things when they come to them and just just move on, you know. You can't really take things to heart. So with the protesting, you know, there's always going to be hecklers and stuff like that, but just be strong and just believe in what you believe in and don't give in to that stuff. And everybody just please be safe. Yeah, um, yeah, and... and- I like that, you know, a lot of companies are, are, are doing their part, that they're actually, you know, making making it known. I like, and I like that this is not, this is not, this is, you know, it's, it's grown, you know, in the first, in day one, it was a, in day one, it was a, it, it in day one, it was a, it was a Minneapolis thing. Mm-hmm. Day two, it was a Minnesota thing. Day three, it was a United States thing. Now, you know, f- day five, 
this shit's global. You know what I mean? You yeah, got yeah. London and Paris going crazy. Like you know, like you know, it's not just people being crazy when it's people in other countries like preaching, preaching yeah. the shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it, like if we were really crazy, it literally would, it would literally just would be not even America. It'd just be like a section. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The shit is global. So what is that telling mm-hmm. you? You mean to tell me that uh, a billion, billions of people are just are just crazy? We like we're just bugging. We're, we're, we're whining about something that's not real. Yeah. No, nah. I mean no, it, it's facts, bro. It's 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 really facts. It's just it's just fucking crazy. I, I yo, you had such crazy stuff to say just now, I just lost my train of thought. Oh my I was gonna say something. <laughs> <laughs> um as far as the, the protest protesting is concerned, I am all for the protesting. Um just guys, please for the vo- those of you that are looting and rioting, Size twelve it's, baby, how it's as funny as that is it's taking away from what the protest is supposed to be about. So right. please try to stay away, especially the small businessman. If you want to loot Target, whatever, they got insurance on everything. But like those small businessmen, like that's their livelihood. Leave them alone, please. Yeah. And um, as far as the Black Lives Matter movement, I am all for that. And yes, of course, all lives do matter, but we're not talking about all lives right now. We're talking about Black Matter. I mean, black how Black Lives do matter. And- and just just stop that rhetoric. Like I hate yeah. people responding. Well, all lives matter. Yes, we yes, all know we that. Understand that. And but you're not the people that. that are dying. And, it, and it's it's crazy yeah. because it's like scientifically, like I could break it down. So like cortisol is a is a chemical that your body releases anytime you're stressed, right? And African Americans, cortisol is exhibited up to eighty to ninety percent more than any other race ever. I mean, you know, any other race, white, you know, Asian, anything. So it's like, come on, man. We walked out the house with our stress levels. Up top, I remember I seen a picture where it's like, you know, every black mom saying, oh, don't drive without a do-rag. Don't go outside with a wife beater. You know, make sure you got your ID. All that little stuff just because you got to be on your toes, you know, rather than another race. So it's just like, yo, all lives do matter, yes. But you have to understand that another group of people are being looked at in a totally different way, in a totally different way. Right, and just, right. you know, we got a chip on our shoulder. That's just what it is. And and that, with that quote, I say, you know, all lives matter, yes. But black lives matter as well in that you know well like and, you gotta include the and black it, lives and, and the thing is any cause that starts in response to another cause where people are being pressed is fucking stupid and fucking irrelevant i'm yeah. sorry me like right now as a man when when the me too when when me too was happening and and women were fighting for their rights and mm-hmm. um so that they don't have to come, come to work and be in workplaces and be harassed and they were saying time's up and everything if I were to, if I if I go to say, well, what about men? What the fuck am I get, getting out of that? That's me attempting to silence you. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a fact. Like if if women came out and said, you know, well, women, we're tired of uh, of having this, and for me to go, well, I'm tired of it. Ha- yeah, nigga, then stop it. What are you talking about? <laughs> so it, so you for you to be saying like, well, all lives matter. Yeah, nigga, all lives do matter. So how about you stop the killing? Facts. The fuck? How about you kill that mindset that is that that allows the viol- the cycle of violence. Uh, happening to to African Americans to, to to stop like you're perpetuating that shit, so like I, I hate I hate that shit so much too, man. Like I, I don't like anything where it's like if you're gonna start a cause, start a cause because something wrong is happening, not in response to another to another cause that actually holds weight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That shit is that shit is that shit is sick. That shit is stupid. It's backwards thinking. You don't you don't want to admit you're wrong, and people are dying. Look. Y'all, look, we literally just had an argument. You know I don't like to admit I'm wrong. I w- of course, I will admit when I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. But I don't like it. It's annoying sometimes. But we're talking about lives. Because let, let me make a decision that impacts a motherfucker's life. 
I'm going to admit when I'm wrong mm-hmm. because lives are at stake. We're not talking about, you know, which uh, superhero movie is the best. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pe- people people are already, people's lives are at stake. Yeah, you know what I mean? And it's like, this, and this shit's not stopping. And it's not, unfortunately, I, I don't see it stopping anytime soon. But the only thing we can do is help, you know, a, a, alleviate it just, just a bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel a lot of it has to do with, you know, what, what, what goes on in, in law enforcement. You know what I mean? The way people are police. You know, there's certain neighbor. You know, there's certain neighborhoods where I feel like there's a lot of, you know, officers that are afraid to be policing that the, the neighborhoods that they that they're in. Yeah, yeah. I think I think there are a lot of uh, officers. That, that, that is very true. I think there's a lot of officers that are afraid of the people that they're supposed to be protecting. You can't, you can't, you can't uh, protect people and fear them at the same time. You just can't. And, and honestly, in all respect, it, it is it's hard for you to come from a community that's probably like forty or forty five minutes away from where you actually live, come on. and have to. But you know, you you signed up for that. But I understand it's really hard. But as a person, you have to be more with the community. I yeah. feel like if you're serving the community, yo, um, Chris Rock said it in a stand up. Um, he was like, yo. Only police are allowed to have bad apples. You can't be no, you can't be a pilot and be like, yeah, some of these motherfuckers might crash a plane or two. You'll be out of business. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, look, and I look, I'm not over here claiming that I have the answers. I just know what the problems are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there's no, and I, and I, I understand that every there's no such thing as a perfect system. We were talking about Minority Report last week. We were saying like, there's no such thing as a perfect system. But when uh, that imperfect system is leading to the deaths of a specific group of people, mm. it's time to really evaluate and say, like, all right, how can we stop that from happening? You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. I, no, you, you did your thing, bro. You yeah. did your soapbox. <laughs> My fault, yeah. But, no, you no, did. No, no, because I've been having conversations about it, like, literally, like, all week. My sister asked me about it. Mm-hmm. My dad's asked me about it. My mother's asked me about it. Uh, my girlfriend's asked me about it. We've had So I've literally been talking about this, like, all week leading up to us getting yeah. on the pot. And I was like, who would I be if I could express that to them but not express how I feel to our listeners? You know what I mean? So, and just letting people, and letting people do know because I'm not on social media myself. Uh, I don't. No, do, this is our platform. Yeah, our yeah. Media. So, like, I'm not, on, I'm not on social media. I, you know, so I don't let people know what I'm doing a lot of the time. A lot of the time people don't know what I'm doing unless I'm talking about it on here. So, like, I do want people to know that, yes, I am aware of what's going on. I'm just as frustrated. I'm just as angry and upset. And I do have, certain views on it and, and these are what my views are um and also you know i i i do cont- intend to continue doing my part i do want to donate um i did sign the positions for brianna taylor i did sign the petition for um george floyd as well dropped um, a couple of virgils hmm? that's a fact dropped a couple of virgils oh, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I sent a couple of virgils I sent a couple off. um yeah my man virgils <laughs> i got some free t-shirts because of it you know like you donate to the cause get a t-shirt you feel me virgil bugged out but od um my man Freddie Gibbs is this thing where he has this T-shirt where it's um, my killing, you know, my death might be televised, and the minimum you put is twenty five, but you can donate as much as you want, and yeah. all the proceedings go to the Floyd family. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah I thought that was That's dope. I, today I just found out uh, Kanye don- donated uh, two million to yeah. to um to to the to George to the George Floyd George Floyd Fund, and also to Breonna Taylor and Ahmaud Arbery as well. And it's Being, like they made a college fund for yeah, and a, and, a, and a made a college fund for the daughter as well. Um, I give I give Kanye a hard time, but Kanye, that's a beautiful thing that you did. Um, Kim Kardashian as well, because I'm sure she had something to do, mm-hmm. do with it as well. And all and all and all, and all the and all the celebrities that that are doing their part. Because I, I saw Don Lemon on CNN, and I like Don Lemon. I like some of his views sometimes. I like when he calls out Trump when he's fucking up and doing stupid shit. 
Um, but I didn't like the fact of like him calling out celebrities. Like it, it's everyone's time. People know how they feel about certain things, and if they want to help, they'll help. Don't you don't? I don't. I'm not over here. Celebrities are not superheroes. I don't ever view that. I I have my idols. I have people that I look up to, but they're, they're not superheroes to me. They don't have to be at. A, they don't have to be the first one at at any disaster. I lo- I love it if they are, but I'm not like. When some shit happens, I'm not, yo, where's Jay-Z? Where's Childish Gambino? Where's Beyonce? Right. If they show up, cool. I, I I would expect so of them. But if they don't, they handle, everybody handles everybody handles things in their own way. You know what I mean? Maybe some some are out there and they're donating money and they don't want anyone to know. You know what I mean? So you, you do have to give people time to let them, you know, address situations as they come up. Because we're all individuals. You know what I mean? We all handle things as on our own accord. You know what I mean? Like someone's not going to be ready to do something until they are. So that's what, that's what I want to say on that as well. No, for sure. And like I said before, anybody that's uh, protesting, please continue to protest. You know, let your voice be heard. It's an uncomfortable conversation for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Continue to go out there and let your voice be heard. Mm-hmm. And just please do it the right way. Yeah. And um, to also all the other people out there, and by other people, I mean, you know, everyone that is, isn't black, um, don't be afraid to, you know, have those conversations with, with your white friend. I mean, with your, with your black friends or your, or your black spouse or, or, or boyfriend or girlfriend, you know what I mean? Like this stuff, this stuff affects them, you know what I mean? And, you know, a part of being in a friendship is, you know, understanding other people's viewpoints and, and, and having empathy and, and seeing how you can help if you can help. Um, and I, like you said, it's, they're uncomfortable conversations, but they're conversations that can be had, you know what I mean? So... Yes. And for anyone that um, also that's, you know, about this protest and for the Black Lives Matter movement and has friends that are police officers, talk to them, have dialogue with them yeah, and see what their views are on it, too. You know, don't look at just because they wear a uniform. It doesn't mean that they're the enemy. They're the enemy. Yeah. Talk to them. They're your friends first. For, first and foremost. Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. And one thing is, and police officers are were human beings and regular people longer than they were police officers. This is true. So. You know what I mean? Absolutely true. Also, Drew Brees, fam, get it together. He apologized. He did apologize. He did. After copious amounts of backlash. (laughs) Yeah, and come on, fam. So you mean to tell me, that shit Kat did was like three years ago. So you was, no no one told you any of this in between those three years? Stop it. And he did knee in one of the games that he, he he took a knee. I don't know what he's doing. (laughs) Like, cut it out, bro. That, that's why. That's why I read that. That's why I read that, and I was like, "Fam, you, you, you're, all, you're First of all, you play in an all black city. But did y'all see you have the, you have all black teammates, and you're just now hearing this about your views? Did y'all see the Laura Sorry. Ingram backlash too? Yeah. Well, yes. I guess that's a whole other thing. Get her. Get get, get her. She should have been on there yeah. when she said, "Shut up and." Um, I'll I'll just make it quick. She yeah. she told so when LeBron and KD had an opinion, she told them to shut up and dribble. Mm-hmm. But when Drew Brees has his opinion, he's allowed to have an opinion. Yeah, and that's it. <laughs> Get her out of here. Nice. She's canceled. We'll leave, we'll leave it at that. She's, <laughs> I'm not, yeah. yeah. She's canceled. She's canceled. Get her out of here. But no, I'm, I'm glad we had the discussion, man. That was that was much needed. Um, Switching back to a somewhat lighter subject. G. What's poppin'? Nice, sir. You tell me, man. You got anything to put us on this week, man? I got y'all. Like I said, you know, whole quarantine. It was an album a day, so I got flavor for y'all. Um, oh, I'm, it was a flavor. I'm, I'm going to take it back to 1996 real quick. You know, um... I never been to Houston before, but sonically I've been there. Um, <laughs> I like that. You feel me? I'm talking about UGK's Riding Derby, Riding Dirty debut album, baby. Um, hey. 
Yo, this is the first time I ever listened to this album. Um, I was always a UGK fan, but I was a fake UGK fan. I never like listened to this album. But when I tell you this shit right here, you like the international plays anthem? We all do. Yeah, you feel real though. That's a <laughs> that's a fucking American staple right there. What it is. It really is. We gonna play that at my wedding. But anyway, oh, it has to. Of course. But um, yo, Just the Andre part. Um, riding dirty. Um, th- this shit was crazy, man. Um, I was taking a Motown. You know, I was you know, I was off the lean off this shit right here. I'm gonna tell you, lean is dangerous. But I mean, hey, it's fun. Okay. Nah, but I'm um, no. Th- this is real cool. I mean, I really got an insight of um the beginnings of Bumby and Pimp C. You know where they come from and really how life in um Houston really was. You know from them being introduced to the whole lean thing. You know to them growing up as African American youth. And um yo, this album is honestly a masterpiece. It's 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 so gritty. It's dark, but it's really soulful at the same time. Um, it's. It's, it's, I remember growing up as a kid, you hear that um, comment was like, uh, all my hoes is matching dimes. Yeah. All my cars got diamonds and wood. I'm like, I didn't know what the wood was the wood grain. Like, I'm like, no, this shit, son. The wood <laughs> grain will. Like, you know, you better pay your fucking beat. Like, like oh, no, that's Outcast. I'm wrong. But, um, yo, um, even um, my favorite hits from here was, um, like I said, Diamonds and Wood and Riding Dirty. Um, yo, Pimp C, my man. I mean, would float on a track, OD, like, my, like he was like R. Kelly, low-key, like... Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Pimp C, but, um, yo, if you've never gone to UGK, Riding Dirty is definitely the best way to get into it. Check it out. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nice. My man, Kai. Yeah, I was gonna come on here and talk about HBO Succession, but I'll wait until next week. Um, yeah, just give him everything that's going on. I just wanted to talk about, you know, 1992's Malcolm X, directed by Spike Lee, starring Denzel Washington. I actually just saw this movie for the first time not too long ago. And really? Yeah, and I'm sitting here, I'm just like, wow. That's so deep. How the fuck have How'd I... you not watch Yeah. Now, in all fairness, I did read the book when I was in middle school, uh, written by Alex Haley, which obviously follows the same plot. That's but, cute. But, um, yeah, I gotta say, Malcolm X has one of the craziest, like, char- real-life character arcs mm-hmm. ever. You know what I mean? Like, you could base, you know... Real cat like movie characters off of his like his story arc. You know what I mean? He truly had a story of redemption, and I think it's a story that everyone should should watch. You know what I mean? Because I think now we live in a social media age of just like, oh, you do you do something wrong, you say something wrong, you're canceled, you're done, you can never come back. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you saw who Malcolm X used to be, you and the man that he, he is now, he is now, or what he became, mm-hmm. you wouldn't share those sentiments. You would be like, "Yo, you have to give people a chance to redeem themselves. Facts. You can't write someone off just because you know they were a thief and they went to jail and or or they did some something crazy." It's like you you don't know the potential that a life can have, and that's mm-hmm. also why it's important that you cannot cut lives short. You know Facts. what I mean? You kill someone, so you kill you kill a twenty year old. That twenty year old had anywhere from sixty. To another seventy, potentially seventy years worth of potential, they could have done anything. Give they could have changed the more. community. You know? Yeah, and it's like, look at look look at what have happened if they wrote off Malcolm X back when he was Detroit Red. You mm. know what I mean? He would have mm. never moved people the way he did. Never. And the way it, and Spike, man, like I know it goes without saying, but like you are one of my favorite directors, bro. Like just in what, like the, the fact he can take a three hour biopic and make it feel like it's an hour and a half. Because I'm sitting there. That shit was three hours? That's a three-hour movie. And I'm sitting there. I'm just like, wow. And still having, like, the Spike Lee-isms in it. So, like, the, the, the dolly shots and just, like, the, the the crazy humor and some of the actors that, like, he typically uses. Right. And Denzel Washington turning in, like, a fantastic performance. You know what I mean? I don't know what footage he watched. If you watched all the footage, you read all the books. But it's like, he became Malcolm X for three hours. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not even sitting there like, yo, this is... This is um, 
this is Denzel playing a person. This I'm like, no, this is Malcolm. I'm watching Malcolm X. Um, and then just, I just got to talk about my favorite scene. I love the scene where he's he's not Malcolm X yet. He's uh, Detroit Red. And he's sitting at the table with the light-skinned dude. And he's like, yo, I'm the head nigga in charge. Oh, yeah, yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're the big head nigga in charge. And he, They're playing and he, roulette with and, the gun. And he's playing Russian roulette. And he's like, don't you ever uh, toy with a man that's got nothing to lose, that ain't afraid to die. And I'm just like... I'm like, wait, wait, you mean to tell me this is the man that inspires, like, millions? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it gets into the, it gets into the nation of Islam and his, his uh, relationship with Elijah Muhammad. And a lot of things that I've always heard, you know, people around me talk about, and I never really grasped it and understood it until I watched this movie. And I think just what uh, the, what Spike and Denzel were able to do with, with, with his story arc and, and, and really see it to fruition and make it such an enjoyable and thought-provoking film is just... Uh, I would have been wrong if I didn't get on here and, and talk about that with everything that's going on. I don't care if you're black, white, blue, orange. Purple. Watch Malcolm X, absolutely. That and do the right thing. Those are those are the two mm. important. If you if you want to really get yourself up on knowledge and and and, and 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 how to further educate yourself just through film itself, please start with those two films. Absolutely. And quick trivia: the the light skin dude that you're talking about is Smiley. It's Smiley, yeah, yeah. And we see how different he is. In yes, that movie. yes, yes. So yeah, for sure. Um, might put me on. Uh, we'll be quick right? because we mm-hmm. we had a whole episode. He plays Huey Newton. I'm sorry. He plays Huey Newton. Does he? Yeah. In in Spike Lee's Huey Newton story. Oh, okay. I did not know that. I didn't know that. Um, might put me on this week. It's just gonna be really quick because we had we spent a whole episode on it. It's gonna be uh, Avatar: Last Airbender. I binge watched all 61 episodes in the past week and a half. Two oh, shit. I love this show. It's amazing. I just love this show. Yo, dude, I was but I was pumping out maybe yeah. four, five episodes a day. It's, it's easy. It's like twenty minutes. Yeah, it's easy. Just, yeah. It's, I love this show so much. Hold on, man. do you agree with me? Car- uh, uh, Prince Zuko has one of the greatest redemption arcs ever. Like, oh, absolutely. Like the prime yeah. redemption. Yes, arc. yes, yes. Which Zuko is why, which, is the man. Which is why I look at niggas like Kylo Ren and I'm like, fam, get on his level. Right, 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 right. Um, and I, that's probably what they were trying to go for as far as, uh, you know, a, a redemption arc for um, Kylo Ren. They probably was trying to do something like Zuko, but yeah. nothing close. But now this show is amazing. Um, the voice cast is great. Mm-hmm. Mark Hamill's kind of weird as... Uh, you can hear the age in his voice, but he's like a young guy. And you can hear the Joker in the voice, too. I know it's, yeah. it's almost like the same thing. But I, I love this show, man. It was lighthearted. But it was also very serious when it needed to be. Mm-hmm. Aang is a great uh, protagonist, man. It's it's such a good show. Um, General Iroh is my dude. Yeah, he's he's that's my guy. Oh, he's my guy. He's my my guy. And, and you now see why I hate that fucking movie so much, mm-hmm. right? It it had none of that. Like, I know it's bad. It's a, it, Katara's great. Sokka's a lot fun. I, I didn't after watching the movie. I didn't like Sokka. But then mm. watching the show, Sokka is like... I mean, Sokka yeah. had the good good story arc, too, when he met his master. My man came yeah. out. Yes, yes, yes. yes. A sword. I'm mad he lost the space sword, though. It's all right, though. It's all right, though, it's man. Right, though. He's fine. He's yeah, fine. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start my rewatch. So. Is, is Leg- Just a real quick question. Is Legend of Korra worth the watch? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, it I is? So, yeah. All right, it's not on Netflix yet, but I'd imagine no. due to the success of Avatar, it was like number one for like a week or something. Yeah. Right? Nah, it was... It was the, the, the second season is a little... It's a little zany. I never finished the, the first season, season, but the first season is the solid. first season is amazing. I love the first yeah. season of Korra mm-hmm. because then you get to see um like Toph's um granddaughter. Yeah. Like it's just a whole cycle. You see they, Aang when he's older. Yeah, like, yeah. it's cool because you get to see glimpses of like the adult cat, like mm-hmm. the the original cast when, mm-hmm. they, when they're grown up. Yeah, but and, then, al- and also the animation in Korra is just spectacular. Like, is it? Yeah, it's it's 
it just de- it evolved, mm-hmm. uh, but it's beautiful. Like it's, I think it's it's one of my favorite like animated art styles ever. Nice. That was that was only my, my complaint about uh, Avatar being on Netflix. I think you alluded to it. Why is it not in HD? I don't know. It's like, in it's in the fucking letterbox. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like season one is kind of eh. season two and three are a little better. But yeah. see, at least season two and three should be in HD. That, yeah, I don't yeah. I don't understand that. Why would they not? I want to do that. I'm gonna get it on Blu-ray. They have the complete series on Blu-ray. I want to get it. Oh, it's such a good show. I'm so happy I watched it. Yeah, I was I literally fantastic. was just binging it the it whole time. Show. It was great. It was great. I love that show. My man ain't had the Caesar. He did. He had, he the, did. He had the Caesar. He did. He definitely did. Man, I woke up like. I also love that season two is basically Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> like, yeah. it is Empire Strikes Back. It is, yeah. But then, like, the Boston State conspiracy, like, how they got to the city and no one even knew about the war. And it, that show was so ahead of its time. Like, like, they dead snapped up, snapped up real quick. Like, you got, like, Yo, Westworld, whole, like, Westworld don't even got that much complexity to its Honestly, story. that whole episode, the, I feel like the last episode was with Appa with his journey. Oh, the, Appa, that, that was sad. That I, was sad. sad. I actually, when he's in the cave with his all fucked up fur, I was like, and, and then he finally gets out and then the Warhog attacks him and shit. I, oh I, that's actually my least favorite episode just because it's sad, not because it's not good. Yeah, um, yeah. And then, and, then, and then Suki gets captured and then you're wondering what the fuck happened to her for another year and a half. Yeah. yeah, we we don't have to have an Avatar podcast, man. The, you know, we definitely will after. But y'all, my, I'll hype in this show. No, it's no, not. Shit is no, fire. Fire. My least favorite episode, the the least enjoyable episode, was the was the episode where they're sh- they're in the theater and they're reenacting. Oh, and they're watching that is the most boring episode. Wait, 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 in the what, entire what, what are they reenacting? Series. It's right. It's the episode literally right before what, the, the four part finale. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't get it. They're doing that. like a recap. And they're and it's like a, a live action um, play, a play that they're do, they're watching. Of the, and it, it, just Fire Nation. It, it it recaps the, all oh, the events yeah, from the entire yeah, series. I, the, that. It, I could. It's, it's like a Fire Nation. It's un, it's unnecessary. Thing. It's a it's basically it's a basically a thirty minute long at just a uh, filler. Previously on, it was a rough twenty five minutes. Man, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I would have skipped that episode honestly. Had I known it was that bullshit, I would have skipped right over. It's the, it's it's the one episode in my opinion that really feels like filler. Yeah. Because this this filler episodes, but that episode feels like filler. It's absolutely filler. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we we're we're going to have an Avatar uh, episode. That that's gonna happen. And then one, one last thing, I'm sorry. I love that like for that finale, they literally bring everyone back. Mm-hmm. Like pe- like even like people that played the smallest role in like episode twelve of season one, they all come back for the final battle. Like yeah, the, the, the White Lotuses, the my man Boomy. Finn, don't get me started with the White Lotus. And you said you binge watched this whole yeah. series. Yeah. And and how how long? In about been? a week and a half. That's so deep. Shit is lit, bro. Nah, you have to watch the show. You never seen it? Nah. Oh, you're wild. I was wild. never, you're I was never, you're wild. 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 you are wild you know, you took everything from me, you my mom, and Zuko's like, well, my mom's going too, you know. Yeah. Just seeing both sides and shit, like, it reflects around life. And that's that's my favorite thing about anime, how it all reflects around life. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, um, yo, Avatar, it just looked like a... You a bozo, bro. Just turn that shit on. like a PG if you're gonna, I no, feel you, though. Uh, I, I totally feel you. Because I watch real anime where you see blood and I death. feel you, you know, but it's so good, though. It doesn't I feel need, you. Yo. Gotcha. It doesn't it's, need that. The story, it's, the story is so good, it doesn't need any of that. It doesn't need all of that. It doesn't need it. Oh, nah, maybe I'll try it. 
No, you should. You should definitely yeah. just try it. If you're gonna continue working here, you have to watch it. That's a fact. <laughs> that's your that's your homework. <laughs> that's your homework. That's your homework. But no, we're 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 definitely doing an after. Yeah, 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 we have to. We definitely we have, have to. to. We have to. Um, before we get out of here, guys, do you anything you guys want to say to the people? No, um, I think everything I said needed. I mean, had to say it was already said. Yeah, I think so too. Just the bottom line, yes. Please, we just be safe, guys. Yeah, be safe, that's everybody. that's the main thing. Be safe out there, please, yeah. everyone. Please be safe. Yeah. Um, Steph, thank you for uh for coming on the show, bro. We're glad to have you on the team. We'll, we'll um, see you next episode. We'll discuss your contract in a later date. <laughs> um, I'm yeah, just, we'll I'm just here to set up, make sure the audio. Bring some coffee next time. Yeah, all right. We're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, the streetlights just came on. Now, once again, thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to rate and subscribe to us. And if you'd like to leave some feedback, ask questions, or just say what's up, email us at thestoopkidspod at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram. Now, I'm Ralphie. I'm Kai. And it's G. And we'll see you on the stoop next week. Peace. This is just a moment dedicated to my mother. Grandmother, my father, all my niggas in the pen, all my niggas that died in the struggle. Love y'all. Can we please have a moment of silence? That's for my niggas doing years of confinement and for my soldiers that passed over, no longer living, that couldn't run whenever the Reaper came to get them. Can we please pour out some liquor? Symbolizing this, take your time and to consider that. Though our thugs ain't here, the love is here And we gon' rep till slugs kill us here This for my dogs, stuck in the struggle Trying to gain, smoking trauma, sniffing rhyme While selling cocaine, trapped in a game Not knowing how to stop and get by Deliver the life, so instead they live it to die Can we please have a moment of peace? For every G that fell for us, flag in the streets, blood in the thugging, poking and loking, gripping and creeping, Latin and kinging, or just for poor righteous teach. As day comes and night falls, for the rest of our lives we'll miss y'all. And even though life must go on, we still mourn while wishing y'all were home. As day comes and night falls, for the rest of our lives we'll miss y'all. And even though life must go on, we still mourn while wishing y'all were home. And can we have another moment of silence? For brothers who die from black on black violence From here to the dark continent with rebel sell diamonds The clients all through the world got little black girls dying And can we please pour some more liquor? For Will, Mokeen, Ball, Pappy, my niggas, here's another warrior song from Nasty and Quan. It's to him I pass the baton to carry the song. Streets disciples, salute to those who gone with bullets. And I promise to rhyme and Quan, I rep this life to the fullest. And can we please have a moment of truth? For soldiers and troops away with helmets and boots And families back home that pray they make it home safe Hoping they don't get hit by stray Your missiles, this is just a moment To let y'all all know that we miss you Mommy, I'm still here Wishing I was there with you As Let's take a moment comes and night falls For the rest of our lives we'll miss y'all And even though life must go on We still mourn while wishing y'all were home